Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You've tuned in to America's Home for Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Questions, thoughts, feedback, opinion, adoration, praise, always accepted on that email address. Just make it count. Make sure that you make I had someone on Facebook the other day. Someone on Facebook. I don't I don't know. It I connect with a lot, well, quite a few of you on Facebook. Um but occasionally I get this guy was a hater, and um, just make it count. I if you're going to insult me, at least make it coherent. That's fine. You can do it on Facebook if you prefer, but email is the best way to communicate with me. And it's good to be. Hope you had a good weekend. And you know, I want to really quickly share something that happened. Just really quickly, I'm trying to balance. You know what we share about our travels and so forth and getting straight to the issues as well. But for those of you that have been listening for some time, you know that we're um, we're traveling currently and we're going to eventually be fully launched into the Truth Tour where we will be tr- uh, speaking at churches and other in, uh, venues, God willing, and um, growing the program, taking our content to other stations and so forth around the country. We've been in New Mexico for a couple of couple of weeks. I really like it out here. We've just moved from, where were we? We were in Carlsbad. Then we were in a place called Alamogordo, which is near White Sands. Um, the White Sands, I think, National Park now. Um, and now we're just outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. But I wanted to share, We, my, my son and one of my daughters and I went driving, uh, must have been Saturday night. And we we're trying to see, you know, some of the dark skies out there. You can see I'm kind of a nerd. I like the uh, the stars and the heavens and the skies and all this stuff. But um, it was a full moon, so we, of course, couldn't see enough. I, I didn't know how much we'd be able to see with that. But anyway, the point is, on our way back, I'd never had this before. There's a place, and I don't even know the name of the highway, but it's by White Sands, and we literally had to it funnels you off the highway to this checkpoint. And you pull up and it says uh, Customs and Border Patrol. And the guy comes up to the car. It was late at night because we were out stargazing. And all he says is, is everyone in the car an American citizen? And I said, yes. And he said, thank you and (laughs) have a nice day. And I, of course, you know me. I got some questions. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, What is... What is this? He said, well, this is we're within 100 miles of a of a border, and so we are just having a checkpoint. And had I been thinking more on my feet, I would have asked him, has this ever apprehended anyone? I mean, does someone say, you know what, you got me, busted. I'm not an American citizen, or is there a certain behavior you look for? Um, very nice guy doing his job, but I hadn't had that experience before. And, of course, you know, this, I don't know, it, 
you think about the things that should and can be done to secure the border, and I'm not saying that that's not a piece of it, but it seems to me that there's a whole heck of a lot more valuable uses of our resources and assets than something like this, especially where this was. I mean, there's not a a highly traveled area. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you off the top. I want to start today in particular with what is happening here um, with this story from, well, the New York Times finally acknowledging and admitting that the Hunter Biden laptop is the real deal. Now, this is an important um, development and story because because for the longest time, they told us that this was fake. They told us they did. In fact, I've got a soundbite here, or I guess you should say a, a montage here from, who did this? Media Research Council. Where did I put that? I'm going to hopefully dig for this as I'm, as I'm talking here. Um, but Media Research Council put together this montage of what the media was telling us all of this time about Hunter Biden's laptop. And folks, this is a very important news story. It just is. I know some people think that, oh, you know, whoever's in the White House, you got to have some story about this, that, or the other. I get it. I really do. But I also understand that it is the job of journalists to report these things, to talk about these things, to explain to the American people what we know. And it is beyond dispute, 100% beyond dispute, that the media is literally, it's not literally, but as close as you can get to literal to this without actually having the name associated with it, but they are quite literally just shy of that, the PR firm for the Democrat Party. Whenever it was first announced, because it sounds stupid, right? It sounds moronic to think that the the Democrat presidential nominee back in 2020, Joe Biden, has a son named Hunter who's in his 40, is he 50? Is he 50, 40? I don't know. Oz doesn't know. We, we, we don't even like to think about Hunter Biden. In fact, I think uh, no amount of bleach can remove some of the things I have seen from Hunter Biden's laptop. But be that as it may, he's in his late 40s, around 50, I think. And of course, he's out there selling half million dollar paintings or whatever. I mean, Vincent Van Gogh wannabe didn't even pick up a paintbrush. That's another thing. Another part of the story that any curious journalist should probably want to look into, especially when you combine it with what we know about Hunter Biden's laptop. So it's not just it's. I think there are people out there that truly just don't know because the people in the media don't pitch a big enough fit about it. If you remember, and I know you do, the four years Trump was president, even the year before Trump was president during the campaign, and this past year after he's been in office, the media gets hysterical anytime, anytime you talk about anything with Donald Trump, right? We were talking about things like, does this violate the emoluments clause in the U.S. Constitution because Trump's family is basically running a business? I mean, we, we literally 
folks that were supposed to be taken seriously, I don't take them seriously, by the way. Folks that want to be taken seriously would have that discussion on MSNBC or CNN or whatever other joker outlet would, would put this junk on there. But they would pontificate about this stuff. They would bloviate about this stuff. They would, you know, kick the can back and forth between one another trying to think about, well, you know, does this is this something that needs to be uh, taken seriously? Of course it does because it's Trump. The guy is one step away from Hitler, probably a half step. That's what they want. That's not not, not my words, their words, their, their mindset. That's what they want you to feel. And I, that part is important. It's not even what they want you to think. They don't want you to think. They want you to feel. They want you to be overwhelmed by emotions of negativity, of fear, of peril, of destruction, of mayhem, of just whatever negative emotion they can attach to Trump. Because the media understands, the media understands it's less about what they inform you about something, and it's more about how they make you feel, how they make you feel. And so, so it goes when Trump is in office, when Trump is running for office, when Trump is out of office, when Trump's name is mentioned, when Twitter, uh, when, when Trump is taken down from Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else, it is framed as the emotions, the the language and so forth is framed in such a way to create some sort of a justification for those things. When Trump's in power, it's supposed to put utter fear in you. They bring guests on who are throwing their hands up in the air, worried about the very survival of the United States of America, of democracy itself. These things are in utter peril. They're hanging by a thread. What are we going to do? They're probably chewing their fingernails. They're probably, you know, just literally in, in, in sackcloth and ashes sitting there on camera, crying out, crying out for help from the universe. Of course, they cry to the universe, not to God Almighty. They cry to the universe. They scream at the universe, ah, for all these sorts of things. And this is the feeling, the emotion that they 100% created. Now, compare and contrast that with what they create or how they, I should say, deflect and navigate when something like a laptop, which again, I alluded to earlier, it sounds stupid and made up to think that the president of the United States, well, at the time it was the candidate, Democrat nominee for president of the United States, whenever he, he takes his laptop to be repaired, he drops it off, never comes back to pick it up. Just some small computer repair shop in in Delaware never comes back. The guy makes, thank goodness the guy made copies of this. I mean, he's, <laughs> who knows where that's going to take this poor gentleman, that aspect of it. But thank goodness he did because they just would have pretended like this never happened. They pretended like it never happened even when we know it did happen. Even when the guy had a copy of what was on this laptop. And so... They made this sound like, look, this is no big deal. Yeah, Hunter Biden had a problem with, with the drugs. This is about embarrassing the president, excuse me, the presidential nominee for the Democrat Party, Joseph Biden. This has nothing to do with Biden. What's Biden supposed to do? It's his son. His son's had drug problems and all this, this sort of stuff and shouldn't really talk about this. And more importantly, then they take it and they say this is probably – 
This is what I want to play the montage of. This is probably Russian dis- disinformation. I love this, by the way, because this is these idiots. I, I now, do they really believe this? No, I don't think. I don't think they think about the world in those terms. I think they think about it in terms of what they can get away with. I think they think about it in terms of framing it, the the realities of the day, the narrative of the day, to get the desired result, which is more Democrats in office, more government spending, more, you know, cozy relationships and insider relationship between the journalists and these reigning Democrats to remake America in a way that further enriches and powers and, um, well, radically undermines this notion that America is a nation of individuals with individual rights, liberties, and freedoms. These folks don't like this. They like mask mandates. They like vaccine mandates. They like vaccine passports. They don't like capitalism. They love windfall taxes. They love government coming in and telling you telling you how much money you can have and how much money they're going to take. They love that sort of stuff because they're in that circle. They're in that circle. And the only reason we haven't solved all of America's problems in the convoluted perspective of these lunatics is because we haven't given in enough. We haven't capitulated. We haven't followed the rules enough. If if you don't believe that, just look at how they argue with this COVID stuff. If COVID numbers went down, it's because people got vaccinated enough. People wore their mask the right way. People socially distanced the right way. If it didn't go down, well, it's because people didn't follow the rules. It didn't matter what evidence suggested. There was never any evidence on any of that. Some evidence of some of the stuff. And I'm not bad-mouthing any of those things. I'm simply saying, I'm simply saying that's always the narrative. The narrative is the government is right. The idiot people don't follow the rules correctly. They don't do what they're told. They think too much instead of following orders and dictates from on high. And so let's go back in time. This is the Media Research Council. This is a montage that they have put together here. So I cue this thing up, and then we're going to take a break and come back and continue talking about this. But they didn't come back and say, you know what? You're right. We were wrong. That laptop is real. They haven't done any of that. The New York Times did the closest thing to that but as we'll find out from soundbites later they didn't exactly say it in that way you kind of have to i guess deduct um what they're really saying they don't come out and say you know what we screwed this up it wasn't russian disinformation remember there were 51 u.s spies people like james clapper people like john brennan who are amongst the most untrustworthy Folks, Brennan is literally has communist sympathies. Maybe worse, but he is at least has communist sympathies. I'm being very kind here in my assessment of him. Maybe a straight-out communist himself. But this is what they told us, and this is what the narrative was up until up up until the election of 2020, and even beyond until last week. Until last week, but now. This sort of thing. I mean, there's again, there's no explanation for this. There's no pushback. Who's gonna who's gonna push back the journalists? Talk radio. I mean, I hope that you know just how dishonest these professional deceivers really are. They are professional deceivers. They sit and 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 they plan their shows 
to lie to you, to lie to me, to lie to other Americans. This is what they do. This is who they are. I want to play this really quickly and you can get an idea of what we were being told back prior to the election and even between the election and now that this, if you, just by mentioning Hunter Biden's laptop, you were falling in to the trap of Russian disinformation. This is their favorite little go-to boogeyman of the decade, maybe of the millennium here. So let's play this montage again, put together by the Media Research Council. Biden secret emails. A really fishy story. The Post claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence operation. For all we know, these emails are made up. The information found on the laptop (laughs) may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmarks, rather. All All the the hallmarks hallmarks of a Russian. Or Russian. Russian. Disinformation. Russian, Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. Is that what that is? Is that what that is? Where's that was Brian Stelter there at the end, folks? These are not. These are not. Look, I welcome. I welcome poli- people, and I try to engage with people who have different opinions, different political viewpoints on things, I welcome that discussion. If they're sincere in their beliefs, I like that conversation. I really do. I don't welcome this. This is deceit. This is, this is, I don't know how else to say this other than straight from the pits of hell lies to get you, to get me, I know not you, just any human being, any American voter, to have the emotional response that I alluded to in this segment, which is basically Trump, terrible, terrifying, scream at the universe. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? Biden, calm, stable, you know, victim of anything you hear about, he's the victim of Russian disinformation, just like Hillary supposedly was back in 2016. These narratives have completely fallen apart. They have been exposed 100% for what they are. But folks, that's only because you and I know that. You and I know that. The the news outlets like Brian Stelter at CNN, I heard Brian Williams' voice in there, MSNBC. Is he still there? I don't even know. It doesn't matter because whichever professional deceiver there is there currently, whether that person stays or goes like tough guy Chris Cuomo, they'll just bring somebody else in. They're, they're grooming these folks on down. I mean, there's 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 a farm club of p- potential journalists. So they're not journalists, propagandists to fill these to fill these seats and to say the same nonsense that they were saying about Russian disinformation. Give me a stinking break. And I've got to take a break. Speaking of that, sit tight, my friends. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. <laughs> back, my friends. By the way, program is brought to you in part by Smalling Masonry. 
If you are located in the greater Indianapolis area, if you have a fireplace, if you have a chimney, some sort of a wood-burning device, or even if you want to look at getting something like this um, built into something that you're, um, you know, a project or something at the home, to up, whatever. If you fall into that category, if chimneys are in your, either you have one, if you're looking at, at getting one, I encourage you to reach out to my friends at Smalling Masonry, serving Indianapolis, Greenwood, Avon, Plainfield, Fisher, Zionsville, Central Indiana, folks. Website, smallingmasonry.com or call them at 317-903-8121, 317-903-8121. And you will remember that they took care of our wood-burning uh, unit back. We, they still would if we had one. We're on the road in a fifth wheel, so there's not a fireplace in here. So, smallingmasonry.com, 317-903-8121. Be sure to tell them you heard about them here on the Todd Huff Show. So, I want to now talk, this is an interview that was on over the weekend, I believe. It could have been Friday. Um, this is Maria Bartiromo talking with Peter Schweitzer. Peter Schweitzer has written a book on the corruption in the Bidens. Now, you'll notice that we... I think one of the problems that we have in today's political discourse is that politics, if you want to be persuasive, it is really hard to do so whenever you talk about political personalities um, because there's such an attachment to a personality. And that's why the left did what they did with Trump. They wanted to demonize and terrify everyone that Trump was the you know, basically the spawn of Satan, and that if something wasn't done, everything that we have built in this nation would come crumbling down in mere moments. We were just seconds away from disastrous, cataclysmic, um, end of times sort of stuff with Trump at at the helm. And so he's written a book about about this, and, and I often don't like I don't like to get into this. I like to talk about the ideas, but it's also this stuff is important, and we'll talk about it. I don't mean to say that we won't, but to me, it's not enough. If it just becomes this, you know, Party A is in power, and now everybody is saying how corrupt they are, then Party B is in power. It's hard to get any traction with that. Because it's, you know, it's just, it's going to be like, it's like a tennis match, back and forth and back and forth. I, I think we should actually try to persuade um, as well. But it certainly does matter, right? It matters if the now president of the United States is, according to emails, and I want you to hear Peter Schweitzer talk about this, uh, profiting. I would, let me dare say Biden, if these if these allegations are true, I want to say I want to say that. But since we haven't even looked in, we haven't even looked into this, the media. So we have really at this point, they're going to tell you it's not true, but they've already told you that it was Russian disinformation. But if what Peter Schweitzer says is true, which I've got two sound bites here, they're and they're 
back and forth. He's got a lot of things to share here, and I want to share this with you. $31 million. Biden, I would call that profiteering. I would call that windfall profits. I would call that corruption. I would call that maybe a heck of a lot worse than that. $31 million. If what the emails on his computer, on Hunter Biden's computer, say are true, then we have a serious, serious, serious problem. Legitimate, not not Russia, 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 not Trump and the emoluments clause. Trump's kids are running his business. Oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? Trump owns a hotel in Washington, D.C., and you start hyperventilating. I'm talking about President of the United States, through his son, getting business deals in places like Ukraine, Russia, and China. If I asked you which three nations on the world stage today is have the most... Uh, what I want to say, the, the, the most, the most storyline or ha- has the most development on, on the world stage. If I said, pick the three nations that are in the news the most, how about that? The three nations that are involved in conflict are involved in talking about conflict as China and Taiwan China talking about buying oil from OPEC, not using the U.S. dollar. I mean, this goes on down down the road. There's lots of <laughs> lots of examples here. I mean, these are nations that are known to try to buy influence and get special treatment from. And I don't know how else to say this, so I'm going to play this first soundbite. And then we'll play the second after the break because I'm a little bit long. I shouldn't even play this first one. But I want you to hear this. I want you to hear her question and Peter Schweitzer's response. This is Maria Bartiromo, um, Fox Business. Is anything that you have learned as a result of that laptop uh, pointing you toward believing that this president is compromised on his decision making because of the money he has taken in? Yes, absolutely, Maria. Um, There's a couple of things that people have to keep in mind. The first is, if you look at the three big flashpoints in American foreign policy today, Ukraine, Russia, and China, the Biden family has received funds, millions of dollars, in some cases tens of millions of dollars, from powerful individuals connected to the government in each of those countries. That's the first factor. The second factor is this is not just a Hunter Biden story. Uh, The New York Times tries to paint it that way. The headline is even Hunter Biden pays his back taxes, but broad investigation continues. But you're right. They admit that the laptop is real. And what the laptop reveals, Maria, is that Hunter Biden received these funds, but the president of the United States, Joe Biden, was a recipient and a beneficiary of those funds. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden had intermingled finances. Hunter Biden was paying monthly bills. He was paying for repairs on his home. So this is a story that goes straight to the president. And each of these countries, particularly China, has a policy of using commercial ties, financial ties as leverage over foreign elites. And they clearly have that in this case with Joe Biden. Okay. That's the first one. Sorry, I paused it too early. Um, You may not have even noticed. I was so quick on the draw there. But anyway, that's the first soundbite. When we get back, I want to play her follow-up question. She, Maria Bartiromo, has you know a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of a conversation here, and I want to hear. I want you to hear Peter Schweitzer's response, folks. This is <laughs> so much more legitimate and serious 
than anything they ever, ever even tried to make you believe about President, former President Donald J. Trump. Quick time out, my friends, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So let's play the other part of this conversation, this soundbite between Maria Bartiromo and her guest Peter Schweitzer talking about Biden, Hunter Biden, laptop computers, foreign business deals, collusion. Dare I say collusion? Dare I say something that really isn't part of a Russian dis- uh, disinformation campaign, but instead is rooted firmly upon reality? These are legitimate questions that anyone with a bit of curiosity anyone who can look at things fairly and objectively would at least ask. I mean, there's no there's no denying this. It's right there on the computer, which now they have admitted is the real thing. So played the first soundbite last segment. I want to share with you her follow-up, and I want to share what Peter Schweitzer said because I think I, I just – this is humongous news. This is enormous which in some sense, again, we already know this, but remember, by acknowledging the laptop is real and not part of a disinformation campaign, the 51 American spies who told us to be on the lookout for Russia disinformation and Hunter Biden computer stories were absolutely wrong in their assessment and dare I say intentionally wrong because it wasn't, again, it's not about truth with these folks. These folks, a lot of them could not care less about truth, wouldn't know it if it smacked him up the side of the head. It's all about personal advantages. It's all about getting the results that they desire. So here's how Maria Bartiromo follows up with Peter Schweitzer and again listens to what, to what he has to say here. Well, you have reported that the Biden family took in $31 million. How do you get to that number? And I want to show you the New York Post cover story today. Because suddenly, just because the New York Times says that it's real, now we're supposed to say, okay, so it's real. I mean, the Post reported this a long time ago. The New York Post is the oldest newspaper in the country. Uh, They have done fantastic work and breaking news. We've had a number of their uh, editors on. And here are the spies who lie on the cover today. Where will be the accountability for those intelligence officials who signed their name to that document? And confirm the $31 million for us. Where where did you get that? Come on. First of all, you're exactly right about the New York Post. Uh, Emma Jo Morris, Miranda Devine did a fantastic job of breaking that story. Um, and it's important that people realize how the media has failed them. This is, I would argue, the most important story when it comes to corruption in Washington, D.C. And if you read the New York Times and rely on that for your source of information, you have no clue as to what's mm-hmm. actually going on. Uh, as it relates to the $31 million, that comes from the laptop. Those are the deals that are enunciated. There are emails in which foreign nationals uh, are saying, I just wired $5 million into your account. Please confirm receipts. So it's very clear and back and white. But it's also important to point out, Marie, in the case of China, that $31 million came from four Chinese businessmen, each one with links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. So this is an intelligence operation. There you go. So this is an intelligence operation. They talk about Russia disinformation, Russia intelligence. 
Turns out that maybe, just maybe, there's a lot more to this when it comes to the Chinese and their relations to President Joe Biden, the Russians, the Ukrainians. And again, look at the hot spots around the world. I'm just surprised they didn't have something in there about the Iranians. Maybe there is and we just haven't found it yet or they've kept that on Hillary's private email server to keep it out of the eyes of people like Peter Schweitzer. Folks, quick time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I want to, yesterday or over the weekend, saw that... um, and you may have seen this as well, Clarence Thomas had been hospitalized, hospitalized for, um, I believe he had some sort of a virus. And from what I've seen, I don't think it's related to COVID. Um, He expects to be out of, uh, I should say an infection. What did I say? I said a virus. It's uh, an infection. He'd received intravenous antibiotics. I'm I'm reading here from a statement um, made by the Supreme Court of the United States. So he had an infection. Do not believe that it was related to COVID, but just it's been deemed a flu-like infection. So anyway, when I saw this, my first thought was, how many people? How many people are out there cheering for something to happen to uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas because he's conservative, right? Now, keep in mind, he is black. However, if you are liberal, none of that matters. You can criticize anyone based upon their gender, their race, their gender identity. doesn't matter. If you're conservative and you go after someone, even if you don't even mention their gender, their sexual orientation, how they identify, their race, even if you don't mention those things and you're just talking about things on substance, you, my friends, are racist. That's right. This is how the game is played. And, But the same is not true on the other side. So there's a guy that I follow. His name's Kyle. I don't follow him closely, but I do... Occasionally see some things that he's he's done. He does he does good work. His name is uh, Kyle Becker, and he found some tweets. Some of them I can't even read on on here. Um, but the one I do want to read is it's I mean reprehensible, but I'm going to read it to you. I pray he goes home to his maker and take his wife with him. I'm reading a tweet. This is the tweet. I didn't say it. This is reprehensible. You've never heard me say these things. You've you've never said anything, not even thought these things. But here we go. I pray he goes to his maker, home to his maker, and take his wife with him. I believe in the greater good. Obviously, obviously they're Carmen's granddaughter. And the greater good is two black women on the Supreme Court in 2022. Amen. So let it be. Um, here's another one. Would it be terrible if he passed the C, well, they're started right, COVID, then followed by an ellipses, dot, 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 
or the flu-like symptoms onto Jenny before being hospitalized. So someone hoping that he infects his wife as well. Pictures of little kids grinning. Um, Jerry Seinfeld memes. That's a shame. I mean, witnessing karma. That's what is that? Is that the Adams family? See, I don't even know my pop culture stuff. Um, lots of memes where people are grinning and smiling and acting like they either mockingly care or just are planning, hoping that Biden, I mean, just the truth is they're hoping that Biden has another vacancy to fill on the Supreme Court. They hope that this turns out to be very bad for Clarence Thomas. Someone else tweets out here, me trying really hard to keep my thoughts on Clarence Thomas at bay right now. <sighs> this is what we're up against. This is who these – and this is not every Democrat. This is who the radical left is. Though. They are godless. They are the, – the mind will justify what the heart desires. I think summarizes – I don't know if heart's the right word. They're, they're black hearts. <laughs> whatever it is that's there that fuels their desire which is i mean a lot of things i don't have time to get into that here in the in the waning moments of of the segment here but again kudos to Kyle Becker for putting this stuff together this is all in response to justice Clarence Thomas uh, to the supreme court announcing that he has been in the hospital with a with an infection and it could be i don't know it doesn't say it says flu like symptoms uh, but, of course, they're thinking it's COVID, and, of course, the radical left thinks they know why he got COVID, which is because he probably, in their minds, is anti-vax, has never worn a mask, wasn't socially distancing, probably didn't follow Biden's rules and regulations or the governor of D or the uh, mayor of D.C., whatever. They've got some answer for all that stuff, but they certainly don't have decency and humanity. These are the same folks, by the way, tomorrow probably will be telling us what morally we should outrage us next, when in reality these words and actions are absolutely morally reprehensible. Quick time out, my friends, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. All the time I have for the day for the day but we've look there's a lot of things that i want to get to and i'm going to put into the list of things that i want to get to later in the week as well and of course depending upon what happens between today and tomorrow which usually is quite a bit admittedly with biden at the helm the radical left pushing radical agenda and doing what they do media covering up whatever they cover up but there's a lot of things i want to get to it's still in the stack of stuff, but I wanted to go through the Hunter Biden thing pretty extensively because it's huge news, and I've got to go, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.